hey Patrick, if you already have a server, here's another idea. Forget oh, this is Sean again. Drive. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Right. Hey, I love you, brother. I know. I love you too, Shawnee. You're my friend. If you, if you already have a server, forget yes. about the thumb drive, and you you do like uh, who is it? Uh, Sunsync Nutrition or whatever. Yeah, one time, lifetime, fifty dollars, and you have it on your server, and somebody has access for a lifetime for every recording you have, <sighs> and and you already have it. You don't even have to send anything out, mail anything out. Oh, would be a link. There would be a link to our server somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I got IT guys. We could set it up. I only charge twenty percent, so don't worry. Oh, about okay. it, so. I'm glad. I'm glad. Thanks. <laughs> that's you know, that's a great idea. So that would be a lifetime for every all fifteen yeah. years of shows. Fifteen. It, it, exactly because yeah, sending out a thumb drive. Hey, I mean, I I talk out of my ass all the time and everything. Well, that's okay. That we was, all do. We all that, do. That was the first idea, but since you already said you have a server, great. And if people like videos, a lot of people like videos. I I I don't care for it because I listen to you when we're hiking. When, sure. You yeah. know, and, and mm-hmm. so uh, you know, I just have you playing on the tablet and you're in my backpack and right. and so yeah. You already have the servers. You already have the infrastructure, and yeah, fifty bucks, hundred bucks. I don't care. I mean, if people can't afford fifty bucks or a hundred bucks, you know, shoot yourself and put yourself in the grave. You know, you need to do something else. But <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You know, right. I, you know we, we don't, pills, we don't need to take care of you if you can't afford fifty bucks for your life or for whatever. Then you know, I mean, but you got your server. Uh, it's it's access for a lifetime, just like uh, what's his nuts says. Uh, and yeah, do you think nobody a, wants. Do you think a hundred a hundred would be a fair price? Wouldn't it for all that material? Jeez. Oh my God! There's a million bucks right there. If you have fifty thousand listeners, yeah, you know, hundred bucks a piece, ten percent do it. That's a million dollars in your pocket today. Oh, I like your thinking. We don't have fifty thousand, by the way. No, you don't have fifty thousand people that listen to you. No. No? Oh, no. Okay. I thought. No way. I, I, okay. No way. no way. So I always take 10%. So yeah, I am nice of you, Sean, 10%. Your, your total listeners take 10% and, and figure that in for your for your things. But, you know, I mean, you're not going anywhere. You're yeah. not dying tomorrow. That so. might be a nice um, idea, really. Mm. A once-in-a-lifetime thing to access from now forever. and So you then know, you think that uh, income we could use to pull from when we don't sell as many products as we used to, whatever, whatever the case is. Yeah, forget and, about your products. The product is a cherry on top of her. But, you know, Patrick needs to live. He needs to pay the bills. He needs to, yeah, forget about thinking about 12 miles per gallon. I mean, my truck's gotten 12 miles per gallon for the last 32 years of my life, and I haven't I haven't squawked about it once. <laughs> so, you know, as Jim Rohn says, you know, if you're complaining about money, go make more money. You know, don't complain about money. <laughs> well, I'm trying, but I live out in the country. It's not like I can get a part-time job. You know, i got to figure, you know, do what I do, right? No, you got to plant money tree, and this is planting a money tree here. A money tree. I like it, Sean, a money tree. I, I tell you, people, money grows on trees, the, the trees that you plant. You know, money grows on trees every day of the year all around the world. People, people say, Sean, money doesn't grow on trees. I'm like, you're just not planting the right trees. <laughs> you're not planting the right trees. <laughs> Money's been growing on trees my entire life and everything. And well, you just you just look burn. at money and it multiplies, Sean. You got the touch. Oh, 
hey, you know? I've had trees burned down. I've lost $5 million and everything in 08 and everything. So wow. it, it's, you know, tree, trees do burn down. They get taken down in storms and everything. And when 2008 comes around, and Ooh. you know, who knows what's going to happen. So in the next tell one. us where we, if you don't mind sharing your dirty laundry or clean, whatever. Yeah. What were you in 2008 where you, where you were caught with your, with your proverbial pants down? Well, when you when you're 100 percent into real estate yeah. uh, investing, uh, mm. all your eggs are into that, which uh, you yeah, are perfect, oh. perfectly fine. I was, and you know, and they take your your total fortune and they put it in less than half, and you know, uh, wow, yeah, you know, wow. that's what happens. <clears throat> wow. So, uh, yeah, I was just like talking to one of my neighbors here uh, yesterday, and. And he's a realtor, and he's he sold the two houses next to him, and and yeah, they, they came in and paid one point six million dollars cash. I'm like, what an idiot! Who, you know, and this guy's I don't know sixty five, seventy years old, and he's been you know in the business for a long time. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why are how do how do people get so uneducated about paying cash for a house? Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Does it? it doesn't make sense. I mean, if you can borrow money at four percent, five percent, six percent, right? Let the bank buy the house. You know, real estate goes up and down in value, no matter if your house is paid off right. or if you owe two million dollars on it. That was so one of Andy's. That was one of Andy's. Real, he he said that yeah. all the time, didn't he? All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people are just like. And I gave him an example. I said, okay, here's what happened. You know, this is off of, you know, hard experience here. I said, when, when 2008 hit, okay, let's just go to 2024. If this hits again, you know, Sean's got, you know, money sitting over here, but you got all your money sitting in your house. You paid cash for it, $1.6 million. Mm. I could pay cash for it too, but I got my cash over here invested. And then 2008 or 2024 crash hits. And your one point six million dollar house is now worth you know six fifty. Well, Sean's going to go to the bank, and I'm going to buy this house, that house. I'm going to buy five houses, and I'm going to let the banks buy them again. And now I have five more houses at you know less than fifty cents on the dollar. And all you have is your one house that you know you you had it was worth one point six million, and now it's worth six hundred and fifty seven hundred thousand. Oh, yeah. Wow. Hmm. And then you go through the cycle again, and we go through a boom cycle for 10, 15, 20 years. And, and uh, but it's, I don't know. I, Do you I think we're going to have uh, 2008 deja vu all over again now? Sometime. Well, right now, I have been saying for four years we're going to have a bust. And if we're going to have the great reset, and if we go to the CBDC 100% and they recall the dollars, that's when all the dollars are going to come back to America. And you thought China owned a bunch of America now. Well, Ooh. the entire world will be buying up America and we'll have the the roaring 20s again yeah. for the next five to seven years. And we'll be the biggest booming uh, country in the world because everybody in, in, that has $100 bills that we've funded for the last, you know, 75 years will be coming, coming to back and yeah. investing in America because obviously it's the best country in the world and and we've got the biggest military around the world and so people will come and invest here and we'll have a we won't have a crash for five to seven years and we'll just have 
you know, Sean's a hundred percent wrong. We're not going to have a crash right now, but as soon as, if, if that happens, you know, as soon as it ends and we go, you know, all the dollars are gone, that's when we'll have the crash and that's when we'll have universal basic income and that's when we'll have uh means testing and oh, if all the yeah. old people, like, well, I wonder, aren't um, dead. so this Fed now thing that just went into effect uh, five days ago, that's supposed to be the uh, a stepping stone to the CB central bank digital currencies, right? Right. Yeah, yeah I was just ca- cashing a check at uh, Boeing Employees Credit Union here uh, last week, uh, and I just you know chatting with him. I'm like, so you know, what do we got for digital here? We got anything coming? The teller's like, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> and. And, uh, and that's a credit union. Uh, you know, I was just cashing a $30,000 check and, and, uh, uh, he's like, I don't know anything about your talk about anything digital. I said, so Boeing's, you know, not, no, uh, digital currency coming out. It's just, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, yeah. Was, well, they wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. And so, but you know, I always, you know, when I'm in the banks, which I'm in there rarely, but, uh, uh, it's it's just something that uh, well something's up. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Something's up. They got to deal. Something's up. Something's you up. Know. Well, yeah. I just don't want to see the means testing of you know. I mean, because the elderly are the ones that have over you know fourteen, fifteen trillion in MCM sitting in their yeah you know, yeah coffers right now. Money with a zero maturity, right? Money with a zero maturity. Yeah. And, Is that number fifteen uh, trillion now? Yeah, it's it's growing because the stock market's still roaring, and so it's it's growing, and and uh, yeah. so a lot of people think that they're going to try to work on the means testing on Social Security and start with the the thirty and forty year olds and get them used to the idea they're not going to get as much as as the rest of us. Yeah, they might. Yeah, I don't know. I, they might be able to get away with I, that. I don't know. If people need to get educated on legally, lawfully, ethically, uh, you know, through the IRS code, you know, paying zero taxes on the IRS taxes. Legally, lawfully, ethically, under the IRS code. Very simple. And it's legal, it's lawful, it's ethical, and it's under their code. If we're going to believe in this corrupt uh, McDonald's corporation called the IRS, then use it. And, you know, it's just like, yeah, I'm just setting up my uh, 14-year-old with his LLC and his ministry and everything so he can legally, lawfully uh, do what the IRS code says he can. Legally, you know, lawfully, his, ethically, and get it all done. Yeah. yeah. And uh, all right. because most, most people don't know that not one copper penny of your IRS taxes goes to the government. I know. I know. I, I, I mean... How, I mean, Americans are the biggest slaves in the world, and they think they're free. I, I mean, is that sad? I mean, is that just not a, a sad statement to say, but Americans think they're free, but they're the biggest slaves in the world. 330 million idiots in America, you know, that think they're free, but they're the biggest slaves in the world because they're uneducated on exactly what's right in front of us to see. And you can either see it, use it, 
It's just like you could either ride a horse or you can drive your car. Well, there's lots of places like the Amish. They love riding a horse instead of driving a car. Well, all right, you can call them idiots or you can just call them free. You know, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. Well, it's, uh, as you know, <clears throat> when you don't know that you have an issue, then you don't look to see what the issue is. And, and that's the problem right. because, you know, we, we don't know. And, and then, and then to find out and to do the work to figure it out, like you spent your life doing, um, yeah. most people don't have the intellectual capacity or the health or the energy yeah. or the time to do it. They just don't. They're, you know, they're just dealing with kids and may paying their bills and it's just crazy. I don't know. You know. Well, it, it, it's a choice. It, it, I, I say it's I'm sure choice. it's a choice, but that's, they don't know it's a choice, Sean. They don't know. Right. And that's the thing. You know, it's like, you know, when you talk to some of the doctors you talk to, they work 80, 90 hours a week. Yet they still, you know, some of them, I shouldn't say all of them. Oh, do you work out? Oh, yeah, I work out an hour and a half every day. You're like, you, you, how do you work out an hour and a half every day? Yet you work 80, 90 hours a week. Well, it's choice to be healthy. It's, it's, you know, a small majority do that, but that's, that's that guy's choice. Yep, I got it. You know, and, and that's the thing, you know, it's, you can choose to watch Netflix or you can choose to go for a walk. You can choose to eat McDonald's or you can choose to whatever, have a steak or have whatever. a salad. Whatever. whatever. You know. Okay, good. Well, Thanks, yeah. thanks for your input. I like the server idea. I'll look into that. That's even better. I, if you want me to take care of it, I can take care of it 100% for you. Well, you know, if I need your help with it, I will contact you. I have your phone number and email. Yeah. I, you should have this done in 30 days or less, and you got a million bucks in your pocket or at least 500000 million dollars. I'm going to put your feet to the fire. It won't take you less than 30 days. I can guarantee this. It shouldn't. Okay. If you have the right people in your pocket. <laughs> the right people in your pocket. Okay, Sean. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for calling. Yeah. Take bye. care. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's great. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's way overestimated the size of our audience, but that's okay. You might as well think big. Our phone number is triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. We have Big sale here going on. Pretty excited about this. I think it is 20, 15%. Uh, let's see. The pine pollen. I think it's 15%. We just got this in, so I'm not, I'm not up on it. Do we need a promo code for this? I don't think so. Gotta find the pine problem here. Oh yeah. Anyway, I'll play this for you. And uh, this is one of the this is one of the few things that I do take regularly for what you know for what it's worth. Not that what I do take matters, but. Here, here it is. And I'll figure out if we need a promo code here. The first supplement I like to take in the morning right after I wake up is Pine Pollen Pure Potency or P4. 
This is Cirque Rival's flagship testosterone and androgen support formula. It's made with the pollen of pine trees, which is rich in testosterone, androstenedione, DHEA, and a bunch of plant sterols. These are all substances, phytochemicals, that support the body's natural androgens, or male hormones. Of course, men and women are using this product, but usually it's men in andropause. Men after age 40 whose testosterone production has started to decline. Many of survival supplements can be taken any time of day, but Pine Pollen Pure Potency, it's important that you take at very specific times of the day. Now it can be taken once, twice, or three times, depending on how much you want to supplement yourself with the phytoandrogens found in it. But the key is taking it at morning, right upon waking, midday or noon, and then again right before bed. So once, twice, or three times a day, but always at those times. And that's because that's when your body's naturally producing its own testosterone. And all we wanna do is amplify that sine wave. We don't wanna to start to take testosterone at a time where our body's purged it from the bloodstream. Instead, we wanna take it at a time where those levels are already spiking and we're just subtly helping to increase them. This product tastes fantastic. I think of it like an orange creamsicle. And that's because in addition to that subtle pine flavor, there's a little bit of orange peel, Tahitian vanilla bean, cloves, and then a little bit of maple syrup just to give it this nice kind of sweet orange flavor. So it's really delicious and easy to take. So if you're looking to increase your testosterone or androgen levels and you want an alternative to pharmaceutical testosterone replacement therapies, there's nothing that does it better than pine pollen pure potency. And the promo code is RESTORE, R-E-S-T-O-R-E, and this is the uh, the 28th of July. I think it's going to go on for a week or so, 10 days. So if you want to get some, guys, this is really a nice product. It's a, it's a very gentle, natural way to uh, increase uh, libido, your your uh, potency, everything south of the border there that, that us guys like to make sure is happy and uh, workable and usable for a long time, no matter how many years you have on your body. Uh, things can keep working really well yeah, just by eating the right foods and taking care of ourselves. So it's a great product that I think you'll, you'll really like, guys. It's pure potency. It's the annual Pine Pollen Sale. I think uh, it doesn't say the percentage. Um, uh, I think it's 15%. I'm just I'm sorry. This just happened last night. Let me see if I can find. I want to tell you what happened to it. Oh, my inbox. Sir Thrival. Well, I'll find it as we move along here. But anyway, use the promo code. You're gonna get. You're gonna get a nice discount from it. You'll get a nice discount. Oh, here it is. No, oh, no, that's not it. Oh, here it is. I found it. Yeah, 15%. Okay, 15% discount on the Pine Pollen product. It is a good one. Our phone number is 888-663-6386. Email is patrick at oneradionetwork.com. We have used this product since uh, the beginning of time, probably 15 years. Um, if you've never tried it, I think you'll really like it. 
I use it every morning for what that's worth. Pretty picky guy when it comes to it, and uh, I think you'll I think you'll really like it. It's called Sulfur, and here's Patrick Flanagan on Sulfur. Dr. Patrick Flanagan has been regarded as one of the most important scientists in the last fifty years. We talked to him about sulfur. There's a product called organic sulfur. And organic sulfur uh, was put into trade in 1865 as organic sulfur. Some people call it MSM or methyl sulfonylmethane, but most of the MSM in health food stores uh, have been contaminated with a kind of silica that prevents its absorption by the body. But anyway, what happens is that if you take a, a... a tablespoon of MSM and uh, of the organic sulfur in hot water in the morning and a tablespoon in the afternoon, uh, it, ca- it sulfates 192 different compounds, uh, heavy metals from the periodic table. And, and once it sulfates them, I'm talking about radioactive elements and other things, once it sulfates them, uh, these uh, sulfates cannot stay in, in the uh, human body for more than 12 hours. And what Dr. Flanagan just mentioned is one of the key reasons why our sulfur is different from most out there, Amazon, no matter where you go, because it's pure. Click and order, front page, oneradionetwork.com. Would you like a discount? Just email me, four pounds or more, a discount, Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Otherwise, two-pound orders, United States, Canada, worldwide, three prices. Click and order, oneradionetwork.com. There you go. You'll like it. You'll really enjoy it. That's all you have to do is click and order. Dr. Massey uh, talks quite a bit about it. In the the last show, he really went into great detail of how just fascinating how we, us kids, will sometimes, oftentimes, try to help and take on a particular um, disease or issue physically to try to, in some way, help mom or dad. And it's been proven because they go through it and bring it to the surface and then it heals. And it's most often done uh, maybe three months before conception and then in the womb, whatever's going on emotionally for mom and dad, and then a year afterwards. So this time period... Oftentimes, the the soul that comes in the body will take on, uh, let's just say, whatever, will take on a fear or angst that mom is having during that time, and will and will manifest a health issue because of it, because they're trying to help. They think they're helping mom by taking on their issue of fear. It's kind of strange. It's a karmic kind of a spiritual thing, but it it, it does work like that. And 
Dr. Massey taught us that all that is necessary to heal it is for the soul who has taken on this issue to come to the awareness that they've done this and they don't need to do it anymore. That's it. It's that simple. So many times the moms will understand this and dads and they will just talk to the child while the child is sleeping. I mean, you, you can do it any way you want. You know, I would just look in their eyes and talk to them and, and explain to them that um, what's going on, that you don't have to do this. Really, I'm good. You don't have to do this. Um, I know that you, you were just trying to help, but you can just let that go because we're going to, we're, we're handling it. So, about three weeks ago, my girl who's lying here on the floor, Golden Doodle, she started to um, pick at and somehow lick and create this spot on her paw. So if this is her paw, about here on the left side, which is the male side. And I don't know. So I, I started to put all different kinds of goop on there, wanting it to heal, to help her heal. Because it was really looking really red and even a little bloody. And, and the more she licked on it, the, the worse it got. Which is strange. You know, I, I you would think that somebody, their own saliva would be healing, but... It, but evidently it's not. And that's the reason they sometimes they put these cones, you ever see them on the dog head so they can't lick the wound. Evidently it doesn't work when you lick the wound. You would think it would. But it was, you know, I must have tried four or five different salves, salves I had in the up in the cabinet that she purchased over the years, you know. Nothing worked. Then I would cover it with gauze thinking, well, maybe if she just can't lick it, and then, then she would, um, then she'd pull it off, and it was just it just wasn't working. So about a week ago, I I just got, just came in as a download from God. Well, Patrick, she's just trying to help you move forward with your challenges you're having with your. Your, your business and the money thing, you know, that we've been talking about. And how would you do that? She, on her paw, she uses her feet to move forward. So that's why it, it manifested down there. So just like any other child, she was thinking that she needs to, she can meet, this was her way of helping me. So, I, I sat her down, I guess about a week ago, just looked dead in her eyes, and I just explained to her, and I talked to her like she was a young child or a golden retriever, as the saying goes. 
Talk to me like I'm a young child or a golden retriever. And I just explained to her that I really appreciate that she's trying to help me move forward because I'm having little challenges moving forward here. And But she doesn't have to do it. Doesn't have to do it. It's okay. We got it covered. We're doing everything we can to know and people are helping us and, uh, you know, people care, people love us and people are sending donations and, you know, it's just, don't worry. You know, we got it. We got it. You can not do this anymore. And as she lies there right now, the entire spot where all the hair is gone, it's about this big, on her left leg, is totally dry and healed. Absolutely. Just healed. Hair will grow back. But I can't wait to tell Dr. Dr. Massey this story. So you can you can use this idea with your children. If you feel like they're doing something to try to help you and it's causing problems for them, anxiety or I I suspect it happens a lot with kids um, all throughout their life. Unconsciously trying to help mom and dad. I really, so I would would think about that. And um, and use it. Play with it. I mean, you got nothing to lose, right? Nothing to lose. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Email Patrick OneRadioNetwork.com. We're live here to um, on Friday the twenty eighth. If you'd like to help participate in our little GoFundMe thing, it's right on the front page. I've been checking out the work of Adam Bergstrom. Writes an emailer. I see some overlaps and some differences in Dr. Cowan's ideas. I'm getting so overwhelmed. I'd love to see some reconciliation or collaboration or whatever, just a flushing out of the real truth between the likes of Cowan, Bergstrom, Darko Belchek, Steve Falconer, Salsaltz. Adam seems to be making a lot of sense now to just never hear him mention viruses in the video. And I'm basically convinced that viruses don't exist. And I'd love to hear that fleshed out more. Well, you know, we flesh it out a lot here. I don't think, um, you know, if you're looking, emailer, thanks for the email, but if you're looking for a consensus to try to find the truth. Uh, there is no absolute truth. We talk about this a great deal. The only absolute truth is you. I know we all want an absolute truth. The 
you eat this or that, then this will happen, and you just want a kind of a game plan. This is the truth, and I'll do that. Not going to happen. There is no truth. I can drink raw goat's milk and it be like, I just love it. And many of you out there could drink it and not going to happen. So what's the truth? See, we all have our own truth, which is the way it works. I know many people think I'm totally crazy when I, I I talk like this, but I know it's true. The only reality that exists is your reality and my reality. And we all create our own reality, everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? We know that. We create all the problems so we can learn how to overcome them and we can change and grow and uh, learn our lesson so we create them. But your reality is your reality. And regardless of what anybody else does, it does not affect you. Unless you believe it does. So, so I interview all these people and I try all this different stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm always modifying them. And I would never say, does Darko approve of this? Does Dr. Cowan approve of this? Why would I do that? So you figure out what works for you. Because you're so different. Every thought, every image, every idea that you've had, unless you've let go of them, they're in you as a spiritual being. And they all affect everything that happens to you. Every bit of it. It's a huge responsibility, but in my opinion, this is the only reason we're here is to learn this thing so we can know that we are a, a God-inspired spiritual being. And as we really get that, we can then take this information, take it with the energy that we've gained, whether it be earning some money to, to do projects with the money that we earn or whatever, to help people. And then we can we can just serve God. That's why we're here, in my opinion. It's the only reason we're here. The only reason. Why else would it be? Just heard a show that you did a couple years ago with Dr. Ellie Phil. Wow, Dr. Phillips, I remember her. See, people find these shows, and they're really good. And 
And she says not to use iodine in your mouth because you do not want to kill everything. Yet in downloading a PDF of her method, she says closest reduces 99.9% of harmful bacteria. A bit hard to imagine that a liquid rinse can distinguish harmful from beneficial, so likely kills everything. It's chlorine dioxide, a bit like a tactical nuke. What to make of this? Well, uh, you're almost right. But chlorine dioxide, which is what closest is, it's a form of chlorine dioxide, the miracle mineral supplement, it doesn't, it works in a different way. It oxygenates the cells and anything that is possibly out of balance, it it makes it in, it gives it in balance. So it doesn't kill anything. And I agree with her, and she's right. You don't want to take iodine in internally. Um, Darko talked about it. It's uh, it's you don't know what it's killing, and you don't want to kill stuff. But there's a product called Closest. I think it's called C L O S Y S. I've uh, used it in, um, you know, a water pick thing, and it, it it's really beneficial for your mouth. But it doesn't kill anything. It's just balancing all these bacteria. You know, are um, are good. They're not good and bad. They're just all there. You know, we're really beginning to understand there's no such thing as bad bacteria. I know it's a stretch, but there just isn't. There's no evidence. So I'll encourage you to let go of the idea that you want to kill something. Viruses, bacteria, fungus, candida, all of it. We humans, it's probably because we Probably because we live in the United States or other countries where they spend all, they spend a trillion dollars a year on weapons so they can kill things. People blow up buildings. It's probably in our DNA. But it's just, it's just not the right way to go. So I, I would encourage you to um, go to theendofcovid.com. Still going on till the 1st of August. And you can watch from the beginning absolutely free. And if you spend the 90 hours that um, they, they did to put together this thing, I guarantee you, you will never, ever worry about a germ, a virus, herpes, sexual transmitted disease, fungus. These things are all just made up. They just are. These are all natural to the human body and they're all there for a reason and they're all trying to help you and I get healthier. They're not trying to kill us. Cancer's not trying to kill us. Cancer's trying to keep us alive. The whole thing is upside down. Bass backwards. Pardon my French. Upside down. The whole thing. And speaking in terms of our realities, I, I am lay, conjecturing here 
on this July 28th day, that all of those forces, the medical model, the medical industrial complex, Big Pharma, the WHO, the CDC, the FDA, United States government, big insurance, huge. I mean, it's a, you wrap your arms around all of that, whatever that is. We'll just call it the medical industrial complex. They're going to never, ever, ever, ever let go of the idea that there's something. Not that there's, they're never going to let go of the idea that there's something out there to get us. Germs, virus, they're never going to let go. Their entire model's built on that. Trillions of dollars. Do you think they're going to say, yeah, well, we were wrong. We give. So, the point of this, saying that, I don't want to be negative, but they're just going to do it. They're going to do it until the cows come home and after the cows come home and they're never going to quit. And they're always going to try to get you in their reality. Always. They're going to try to make it as tough as they can for you and I to live without their reality. But we'll get around it. We'll, we'll, we just will. right? We'll figure it out. No matter what. We have to move. We have to use puka shells to, to spend money. I don't know. We'll, we're going to figure it out because we're not going to jump into their reality just because but there'll be millions of people that will. I don't know. What do we have, 330 million people? Take a guess. How many of you think we'll jump into this whole model? They're already in, but we'll stay in the model. I don't know. 300 million? Maybe 30 million of us will just do our own thing. Our own reality. That's what we were talking about earlier. Our own reality. And they can't penetrate our reality unless we invite them in. That's the beautiful thing. They just can't. I listen to your show on BitChute with Amanda Vollmer. Oh. I'm in love with uh, these words. I never knew this woman existed. I cannot get the context of what she was saying out of my head. It's like we came from the same spirit, especially the powerful Protestant Reformation power words. Great guest, Patrick. Sharp, concise, to the point she, she even is figuring out our lives aren't meant to be in pen and ink. Yeah, I don't know what words she was talking about, but she's a trip. Thanks for your videos and on your website, inviting guests from the different fields. I've been following a lot of the health and well-being researchers, 
since 2018. Cowan, Kaufman, the Baileys, Daniels, Stefan Lanka, and lately Darko, John Rose. I don't know John Rose. I myself approach every advocacy in a scientific way, and what I have found, there is certain commonality between all these people, the way they understand the disease and the cause of disease. Adam's whole take on acid and alkalinity is very different from Robert Young, who's all into if you don't alkalize, you'll die. Whereas Daniels, Darko, to some extent Cowan, recommend raw meat as a solution. I've been experimenting with Darko's salt protocol the last two to three months, but it completely disturbs my daily routine and moreover being grown and with a certain belief system and food habits, was not able to adapt raw meat, raw egg is fine. Yeah, you know, um, you know, just just do what, 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 what you can. If you believe, as many do, as I do, that raw meat is easier to digest, healthier, better for you, you don't have to do it totally raw. You know, I don't take a piece of meat and just throw it on my plate, and you know, that's not very appetizing. You know, what I do is just put some beef tallow or ghee in a really hot cast iron pan and and sear it all over. Not very long, 30 minutes. You can do the edges, just sear it. Slather it with uh, some butter, and man, it tastes great. And the entire piece of meat is raw. I mean, you cut it open, it's just raw. So the raw meat tastes good, but you're getting the, you know, the searing and that kind of cook. And it really tastes good. So try that. You know, the salt protocol that uh, this emailer, um, Rabir, in India, Rabir, um, I think it's just terrific. I really, I really do well with it. Not that that matters to you, but you might try it and go on our website and look and listen to Darko's uh, emails, not email, shows. And uh, it's just about putting lots of sea salt in your water throughout the day, especially in the morning. And it uh, it will cleanse you every morning, like coming out the back like you never believed. And it builds blood plasma, red cells and white cells and in your blood. And um, very powerful. I'm doing it more and more. Something really good about it for me. So it's, it's worth uh, looking at. I know it's a little extreme because he recommends 10 grams of salt per liter of water. So measure on a gram scale. It's a lot of salt. Um, I don't do that much. I do about half. Because just like I was speaking, we, we know when we're doing too much for us. So you can't come up with an exact amount. He puts that out there. For him, the more is better in the salt. 
But try it. Experiment with it. Get a good sea salt, sun-dried, and uh, I think you'll have a good experience with it. Or maybe not. And if you try it for two or three days or a week and you don't like it, then it just wasn't for you. Just wasn't for you. You know, so much of, um, I think, what's going on with this great awakening, great reset, whatever one wants to term it, is just spirit. It's got this leash on us. And it wants Patrick and you, Hannah and everybody, to know that we are a law unto ourselves. That we can control our reality, our state of consciousness, and that we get to do it any way we want. Any way we want. Anyway. Because I believe that this is the way that we are going to survive and thrive through whatever these big changes going on geopolitically, right? The whole one world thing and how they want to do uh, um, digital passports to travel. So our, our days may be numbered of ever leaving this country because who's going to do it if the WHO gets their way with these digital passport things? And But there's probably going to be ways to get around it. There's always a way. But I think the way we're going to survive it is to know that we are souls, we are free, we get to do whatever we want as long as we don't, you know, get in somebody else's face or take their stuff. And this is the way we're going to be, we'll be fine with this. Whatever these changes are. And boy, they're out there. I mean, if you really, you know, it's crazy. They are out there. I often, uh, by the way, if you want to call before we go, 888-663-6386. We're live here on the 20th. I often muse on the fact that I believe, and my experience is, that divine spirit is is working in every way to make your life and my life better. How it can do that for everybody is a fascinating yarn, and I could I could dig into it. Probably won't do it today, but I can explain to you how that how that's possible. How could it be possible for Sean, who just called, or? Hannah, who just was here, she had to leave early, or Patrick, or you, that spirit is doing everything it can to make your life better, your life and what you want, and do the same for everybody. Pretty magical. Because spirit is God. And this is what God wants. Because it's all based on every good thing in life. And... 
And I can see it happening now for me on a practical level. Is that my real passion, other than doing this show, has been learning how to write screenplays. Been working on it for 20 years. I've written three. I have two more on the boards working out the amount of stories that one can come up with to make movies. And this is what I'm going to do in my next part of my life. And how everything, how is it possible? Was I part of this change? We have to be. That everything happening in Hollywood who have controlled the business I'm moving into has been changing for my benefit. So you have to ask yourself, was Patrick, the soul, me, somehow involved in this change? And you just have to say, yeah. I didn't do it consciously, but I, I was involved in it just by being me. Just by me not buying into all of the woke craziness that Hollywood, it's fascinating. You could write a whole book on it. There's buying into, I was part, I'm part and parcel of the change that's going on in Hollywood, just like you are part of every change that you see going on in the matrix, in government, or whatever, in your local level, your city council, whatever it is, you're part of that change because of who you are, because of what you want. And that's how things change. So everything Hollywood is doing, they're doing for my benefit because it's going to make it easier and easier and easier to write, produce, and get films made. And everything's happening on the monetary system too for that. There's going to be ways that we can use blockchain to do an entire financial model to raise money um, and to give people who are involved in the production and in the producing a quick, easy, clear, concise, transparent way to pay them back for investing in the movie I make using blockchain. So the technology is doing everything that I want to. And people I say, yeah, well, what about Google and Facebook and, and AI and FedCoin? That's, that's just, that's not technology I'm just going to be involved in. I don't care what they do. I can live without Google. I can live without Facebook. Live without YouTube. These people, they're just, they're just they're crazy. Why would we want to be involved in what they're doing? Have they made it more difficult for me? Yeah, in a sense. Because censoring with, to have a platform where we can monetize like YouTube and Vimeo. Yeah. But we we just have to get more creative. So we're always being called upon to not get caught up in the drama and be more creative. I have often got caught up in the drama, right? And 
was slow on the draw to get more creative and and uh, support myself, which brought us to this idea why we're raising money, because I screwed up. But I, I don't beat myself off or, over it. I just think, well, I don't have to do that anymore. I can learn from it. And as technology changes, I'm going to be faster on the draw than I was before. So we change, we learn, we grow, and we move on. So everything that we're doing, we're going to be better at whatever we want to do because of all the the challenges that we've gone through. Pretty cool, isn't it? So when you got stuff going on in your life, I just encourage you to just hang in there, try to find out what the lesson is so you don't have to do it anymore. You'll learn the lesson and it won't, it won't happen anymore. You'll go through that and you'll move on to the next challenge. And there will be more. There will be more. Thanks for your show. This is Jeremy. What what can you share with me? To, what do you know about ulcerative colitis? Terrible gut inflammation, however you prefer to call it. I've suffered with this for five years. Wow. I take an infusion drug every couple months to keep the hurt free, poop free, extreme bleeding free. Yeah, Jeremy, in my opinion, uh, after many years of looking at this and actually going through my own um, gut thing, what was it, five years ago? It was the worst ever. If I had to put a name on it, it was probably irritable bowel syndrome. Probably ulcerative colitis was in there. It's that inflammation of the gut. And it's tough, boy. I went through it for about a year. It wasn't about a year. And you're asking the right person because I, after a long time of suffering with it, figured it out that it was all here. Every bit of it. It took me a while to get to that point. Took me a year, maybe more. Because I just couldn't see I didn't. I, w- I just wasn't know, smart enough to know, or do we even really? Well, I did. I mean, I did on a certain extent, because I just kept um, meditating and contemplating on the pain, and until I figured it out, until I figured out that it was me, it was my emotions, it was my attachment to ideas that weren't working anymore, any anger any issues I had with other people, everything. And it was just a beautiful thing of pain, <laughs> of, of moving through it. You know what I mean? And moving through it. I cut myself shaving. I just noticed that. It's weird, huh? So to Jeremy and to each and every one of you with all the love and support that I can give you is 
just remember that it's possible that everything going on with your with your body today that you're causing it with the way you think, the way you feel, what you're attached to, anger, fear, worry, all of it piled in together. That's why we spend so much time on it here. Because I think I'm a pretty good person to, because I've been through it. And I know what you're going through. And, um, my spiritual teacher has written, it's really interesting, that if souls knew at the beginning of a lifetime or beginning of a their, their spiritual growth, if they knew what they had to go through, what they're going to have to go through to, to get burned through old things that aren't working, karma, they wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. It's true. So that's why we don't know. Because we wouldn't do it. But it's uh, it's fun to think about that you do not have to go through any of the pain that I've been through with my stuff in the last 10 years. You don't have to. Why? Because I've been through it. And I can teach you and I try to teach you how to do it. And you can cut through a lot of the, the red tape. You know what I'm saying? You can do it. You find somebody, that's just how it works. Find somebody that knows how to do what you want to do. You know? Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Writing, painting, mechanic, whatever. Find somebody you really think knows what they're doing. And just learn from them. And just ask. How do you do that? Would you teach me? That, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the most powerful, powerful things that you can do to help your life get better is to say, would you teach me how to do that? And they will. They will. Because once you're at that point, we say, I don't know what I'm doing, but I want you to teach me how this works, and I'll try it. The percentage of people on this planet, and I'm just going to make this number up, the percentage of people on this planet that will say that to someone, would you teach me? Because I'm confused. I need help. Very small. I don't know. If I had to put a number on it, Two percent. The ego is very tough not to crack. We all think we know what we're doing. We all think we know something. But when we get to the point where we say, I don't really, I thought I did, but I want you to help me and show me. I'd say two percent of people in there. It might not even be that. But 
So what happens when people don't? They don't get to that point. Would you teach me? Big picture? You come back and do it again. It's called reincarnation. And you come back and do it again until you get it, until you find the teacher who will help you. And then once you find a real teacher on the spiritual level who's got all the goods, it's the real deal, and they're out there, and you surrender to this energy, and you ask for guidance, because that's what they do for a living. That's what they do for a living. Because when all these saints, spiritual masters, who have been around since the beginning of time, how long we've been in a human body, I don't know. A million years, ten, nobody knows. Everybody thinks they do, but they don't. They've always been here. They've been in a body, and they've translated, and they move on to another reality, and their job is to help people And they do that because they've been through it. And that's what they do. People call them angels, spiritual guides. They're there. And all you want to do if you want to to find a real teacher to help you is to ask. Really ask. Sincerely ask. Talk to God. Say, yeah, I really need some help here. But if you think you got the right teacher and you're still having issues that you don't know how to solve, you need to move on. That's a big one. Most people don't want to admit they're the one they're working with is not getting you're not getting the job done. Just be honest with yourself. This email might fit right in. Let's see. I've seen a few words here. Let's see if I can get it to a point on my screen where I can read it. Mm. So in this spirit world, described in a show that you did Oh, some weeks ago. Oh, with Randy Weissong. Okay. Uh, the near-death statistical data, is there good and evil? Is the creator and essence of good or evil or both? Why do spirits need to choose to come to a physical reality called Earth to test themselves and become better spirits, better spirits to learn to do what or realize what? Unconditional love? Maybe unconditional love is not the spirit world and needs to be developed by the physical plane. Incarnation is interesting. Why don't the spirits already understand unconditional love having come down to this physical plane from the spirit world? Oh, I see what you're getting at. Yeah, um, 
just because you're a soul in another reality in the astral causal mental plane and doesn't mean that you're, you know it all. Doesn't mean that you've been to the top of the mountain. Doesn't mean anything except you don't have a physical body. So just because you're not here and you're another reality doesn't mean he's, he's calling these spirits. Doesn't mean you know about unconditional love. Doesn't mean you know uh, about finding a real teacher. Doesn't mean to know anything. Doesn't mean anything except you're there and not here. So that's why people have to come back into physical reality. Now sometimes, as it so happens, that souls who do um, get it, they go through God-realization, meaning they know everything. They are representatives of God. They just don't leave their body. They keep their body for as long as they want, which you can do once you get good at it. And then you can then have a body to materialize here whenever you want. So you don't have to go permanently in the other realities. Does that make sense? Because if you go permanently in the other realities, um, other than working with souls in another reality to coming back in the physical is a bit more difficult. And actually it doesn't work. He can't do it. There are just rules. So, does that help? I, I, I really get where you would think just because someone is in heaven or in some other reality that they know everything. But it's not true. There have been people who have remembered, written about it, um, actually got um, hypnotized and really have understood it, that they go and they just go, they go to a school of sorts after they die and they learn about stuff. They learn about spiritual matters how this all works and try to there's people there that help people to do this and then as the law will have it they oftentimes have to reincarnate back here or somewhere else doesn't have to be on earth just depends to learn more Do you know where I can find a constitutional lawyer in California? I think it's an oxymoron. Or, or um, The Constitution really doesn't count in court, so you wouldn't want to take a lawyer into a court to argue the Constitution because it won't work. So there's no such thing. I, I'm sure there's people that know the law who are a member of the bar that don't practice law that might be able to do something. Oh, my battery's running out. Okay, well, I want to close this out, but I want to do it with a little grace and charm.
Let me let me change this battery. Whoops. Sorry, Doodle. Okay, see, we got a new one. This battery runs about two and a half hours. So I'm going to close out now, but I just want to have a little more time to do it. Okay, kids, thanks. I just want to reiterate my um, absolute, I'm so grateful uh, for all of you who have, uh, who have chipped in and donated a few dollars. It didn't matter the amount. It's just the, you know, the idea and the, uh, you know, the compassion and understanding and all the good words, you know, and the generosity that you've afforded me in the past week. It's really, I mean, it's my life, so it really, you know, means a lot. Um, it's just great. I really appreciate it. So thank you for your support. We will see you uh, probably on Monday. Probably. These days it's hard to say. Um, but uh, have a nice weekend. Uh, let us know if we can help with anything. You know, my my email address is always here. It's always with you. Patrick at one radio network.com Let me know if I can help. Um, we're still doing some uh, coaching sessions. Pretty good at it. Uh, if we can help with that, uh, no cost, just a donation if you want to. You don't even have to do that. If you don't have any money, I don't care. I don't care. I'll help you. Um, email patrick1radionetwork.com. So thanks for your support. I love you, and we will see you. Very soon. Let me get the right slide up here. Thanks to Hannah for coming on this morning. She was here earlier. She's great, isn't she? She's a great gal. We really like her. Just smart girl. Okay, we'll see you um, soon. Thanks a lot. May the blessings be. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is one. RadioNetwork.com.